right, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture POV, Point of View. Um, Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) The moment and the time has come uh, for me to speak on Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I'm always known as somebody who really enjoys her work. Um, It's always about her fortitude, her ambition. I believe that J-Lo has been put in situations where... um, you know, most people would assume she would just, you know, not necessarily, um, nail the experience, you know what I mean? Like win. And she, she has this thing where I feel like she, she understands the the concept that life is short and you just got to keep trying everything. I believe there's certain, um, career things that she's done that she's tried and whether they were the most successful thing or they were, Um, things she needs to work on. It just, she gave that effort. And I think it's something that we all run into. Like, I, I, I guess I could speak for myself. Like I'll run into these moments where I'm like, Ronnie, why do you, um, put certain, uh, restrictions in front of you? You know, whether you're the best at this and you're not the best at that, why shouldn't you be trying to win? And I think that's why I get (laughs) personally, why I get such a big JLo, um, you know, why I have so much, so much support for her. Uh, and, and she, she just moves me, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, when I hear I'm feeling so good, that feels great. You know, when I see her visuals from the music videos, that feels great. You know, it's that kind of a thing. But I think about the times where, you know, when you're doing something creative, you decide that this is what I can do. You know, like for instance, I always feel comfortable in front of radio and, television hosting to a degree because that's what I've done for so many years. But then I never, I never, even though this is what I wanted to do since I was a kid, I never think that like, wait a minute, how did you feel when you first started when you weren't as good as you, you know, worked up to like, what was that feeling? And the funniest thing is I mentioned before many a times on, on the platforms, randomly RonnieJr.com or the Patreon that like, you know, I, I want to move forward (laughs) into more, uh, levels of learning to act and, and, and really like learn that expression, you know, whether it be something that's big or not, it's something that sort of speaks to me, especially at this stage in this age and where my career has went. You know, I always look at like sort of being chicken shit because I would take improv classes and I took about three improv classes at improv Olympic. And one was at, um, groundlings, just like a workshop. But the point is I always felt very comfortable in that. Cause I was like, okay, Radio, the next transition would be improv, but I never really had to commit to it. And something about like, why didn't I commit to it? Was I nervous? Is, would would JLo be nervous? You know, whether she'd be good at something, she's still going to try. And I always look at that. I'm like, why, when I was doing radio, would I continue to flourish in that industry, but never cross over and say, damn it, I want, I own, and I deserve to be really great at improv. And then the next level, be really great at acting, you know? And so... Obviously, this this particular episode is going to be about J-Lo <laughs> and her love life, but I did want to kind of explain what makes me feel really connected to her. It's it's more so her continuous ambition. Now, let's talk about ambition in, in the way of love. You know, I make the mention that she has the fortitude to keep going. You know, that's kind of the through line with, with how I feel about her being such a badass, <laughs> you know, um, 
I feel like there's not a lot of challenges that come across her plate that she says, oh, we can't do it. She just like tries to find a way to make it work. And again, I'm being honest with JLo's career. Not everything does work, but she keeps on going. And we, I don't know, on the, it, it's so easy, let me tell you. It's so easy to be on the sidelines and be like, oh, well, okay, well, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, what are you, where, where, why aren't you trying to open up, um, you know, your own artistry? Like, why isn't that a big deal to you? So anyways, she, and by the way, she, she, she kicks ass in a lot of shit she does. I love her for that. Um, but my through line with that is that it'd be easier to be like more content and, you know, sort of, you know, that, you know, she had all these different journeys as far as her love life and kind of be embarrassed and shy and bashful. You know, I don't think that when she set out to do what she was trying to do, I don't think she felt good that people started comparing her to like, oh, she's a, she's almost like a modern day, um, you know, in terms of relationship, Elizabeth Taylor, you know, like somebody who just gets married and engaged all the time. That's not what she wanted. But then I think we sometimes got to think about, about the big picture. Well, what's the, what's the alternative? You go ahead, you give your all to Mark Anthony, you know, you have the kids with him and it doesn't work. What are you supposed to just be an old maid after that? And I'm not calling anyone single an old maid. I'm not calling anyone old an old maid. Um, I'm very much over 40 years old <laughs> and I'm single and I love everything about me. So I'm not necessarily knocking the having somebody to love defines you. What I'm more so saying is that too many times people will give up on trying again because they failed one time and JLo does not do that. So that brings us to <laughs> this moment about this big story of 2021 um, JLo and Ben Affleck back together and just kind of how I feel about it. I will first start by saying, I was talking to my good friend Sahai about this, who also loves JLo. We, it, the first thing she says is she goes, do you think this is long-term? And I was like, I, you know, I don't know in my mind, in my heart of hearts, it's always JLo returning with Mark Anthony. Like that always seems like just the most connecting situation, you know, in right time, wrong place, whatever. I don't know. Um, you know, and, and not to make light of, of anything, but Mark Anthony is no laughing matter. You know, you know, many will say, <laughs> you know, Mark Anthony, JLo might be the, 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 the light work <laughs> on his resume, you know, um, all jokes aside, of course, you know what I'm saying. Um, Mark Anthony is, is, is the goat, you know, he has such a, a an infectious, um, commanding energy, um, I'm not going to speak nasty, but you know, he, he, he probably can rock it in the bedroom. I mean, we know this. So for me to the question about Ben Affleck, it's like, to me, JLo Ben Affleck, I'm happy that it's a happy moment and the relationship has been for some time. Um, but, but this particular pop culture POV point of view is going to be about assessing why it works and why it should work or why maybe it won't work again. Now that I prefaced it, um, and I almost lost my train of thought because I get so excited about talking about Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony specifically, I remember, I remember being at the Staples Center and Mark Anthony and J Lo were performing together. It's when they went on tour together. This was like as they were getting together, or right before, during that whole mix of it all. They didn't even, have, they did not even have kids at the time. And I guess when you are in a location, this was Staples Center in downtown Los Angeles. When you are in a location and you see J-Lo and Mark sing to each other, whether you want to knock J-Lo's voice, screw you if you do, but whether you want to knock her voice or not, 
Like, there is just such magic. So I always am, like, going to be... And I'm not the only one, by the way. I'm always going to be pro J-Lo, Mark Anthony. But um, why do I keep going off train of thought? <laughs> you could tell where my my viewpoint is as a, as a huge Jennifer Lopez fan, I, where I want her to go. But um, in regards to what I think about uh, Ben Affleck, to, to what I was telling you, my friend Sahai says, do you think this is long-term? I think that it's it's great, and I think that sometimes in life you revisit certain situations. It kind of takes you back to a certain time. You know, the one thing about J-Lo is she sort of, you know, had to cultivate a career. You know, I, I don't... the It's, you know, there are too many times in this industry where based on who you are is, is where people want to put you, and there's no real real knowledge to know where her career would have went if she didn't pivot as many times as she did, you know? So with Ben Affleck, I think what's interesting is I'm not by any means saying that she sort of was with Diddy when the music needed to be the music. She was with Ben Affleck when she needed to do blockbuster movies. She was with Mark Anthony when she wanted to release a Spanish album. That is not what I'm saying. But I am saying that sometimes in life you have to cultivate different things based on where you're building up your life. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a much different experience when you're building up your life than when you're set and you're comfortable. And I believe that is why A-Rod was good for her because it was more, you know, her career is already built, you know, it it is where it's going to go. So now she could almost, um, look and open her heart to love in the way that makes sense to her. And there might be this thing. And I think we all have these moments where if you track back, there are certain relationships, um, and Ben Affleck was so good for her at that time, vice versa. They were good for each other that that possible nostalgia could just feel so infectious to her. Um, you know, uh, in terms of what I think of them together, I hope they're happy. I don't know that I always strike him as the most charismatic. And for me, I always feel like JLo needs somebody so charismatic. Hence why I love Mark Anthony, because he's always going to charm the pants off somebody because <laughs> he's so cute. You know, um, I'm surprised people don't say he's cute because he's damn cute. Like, I don't know why if you're missing the boat, you're missing the boat. But that is what I say. Mark Anthony, you know, he, he's the goat. He's, he's one of the great ones of our time. <laughs> um, Gosh, every time I talk about Mark Anthony, I get I get I get excited about the Mark Anthony J Lo moments. But as I try to talk about Ben Affleck, one of two things: I would always hope for J Lo to be with someone more charismatic. But then um, I'm tracking back to the last time I seen her in concert. It was at Madison Square Garden. It was a double show because the first the first show was Saturday, and the the, the lights went out. There was a blackout in New York City, and then it came back on Monday and maybe just maybe JLo being such a presence such a I mean anyone who could command Madison Square Garden you know is a presence and she has a point of view she has a a strong mind she knows what she wants um not that Ben Affleck doesn't have that either but maybe his more subdued personality makes sense but again maybe I'm wrong maybe he doesn't have that you know we're only we're only given what we're given you know I always find it funny with these relationships and it's like we don't know specifically who connects with who we don't know who um just because we see one of the talents being more vibrant that person might you know behind the scenes might be a little more quiet and chill JLo JLo may give all her energy at the show and then after that she might be really calm and so she really like looks to like a Ben Affleck for um you know, for Ben Affleck's, uh, calmness and, and funny, funny energy. Um, I'm just, I'm just speaking for me. 
you know, I'm glad they are happy. I hope this works for a very long time. Um, and, uh, it just, it just opens up that question. Like, you know, if you tried it once and it didn't work, will you go back and try it again? But with JLo, it's never really an issue because she always is going to try. That's sort of what I opened up this conversation with. Like JLo is always gonna, you know, rather than get down on her luck and, and think, oh, I have two kids, you know, I, I, she's alluded to that being a really dark time for her. That's when she wrote the book Dance Again. Um, Dance Again was the uh, HBO uh, show and, and a song, of course, but um, she talks about that being a moment where it's like, oh, I can't keep going. I, I can't, I can't go on, but she has to show up for her kids. She has to try again. She has to dance again. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, if you're asking me if Ben Affleck and JLo is the best fit, maybe it's the best fit for right now. How about that? <laughs> maybe it's the best fit for today, the right here, the right now. Um, and knowing that she's always going to dust herself off, you know, get back in those uh, stilettos and, and rock it, it, it kind of burdens no real, real um, risk, you know, to be with him. He probably makes her happy. He probably takes her back to a time. You know, Ben Affleck was... I mean, hugely famous at this time. And she was still sort of, I mean, she wasn't not JLo, but she wasn't the JLo of today. So maybe there is a warmth within that, you know, and I want to be fair too, because if anyone is checking out this particular podcast and, and, and are more of a Ben Affleck fan, forgive me for not knowing all of his work and his information. I mean, I know his work, but I don't know his, you know, his personality, let's say, um, you know, as far as, as far as we know, he's a kick-ass, um, you know, Boston guy, which, you know, people from, uh, Massachusetts are typically really, really awesome people. Um, I, I actually have tons of people that I enjoy from that area, but, um, we, you know, we've only seen what we've seen sort of in the headlines and, you know, whatever his struggles have been. Um, but, but, but yeah, it's so <laughs> to the question, Ben Affleck, J-Lo, are they here to stay? You know what? They're here to stay right now. They're in love. We love to see it. It brings us back. You know, TV shows are having reboots all damn day, every day. So why not make it a relationship reboot? That is not to say you in your life (laughs) or me need to go back and revisit any old work. That's not what that's saying. It's just saying this was the right place, right time. And honestly, maybe J-Lo, who knows? Was she vindictive? towards A-Rod? Was she kind of like showcasing like, you know, I'm not the one to mess with, you know, uh, if he did or didn't cheat or whatever. Like no one really knows. And the thing about people who live their life in the public eye, it's as honest as in, and as real as it's going to be. But there's also, um, you know, there's some knowledge to how this appears and how this looks and how this will read, you know, um, you know, on the headlines or whatever. J-Lo is not... Uh, brilliant. She knows what she's doing, you know, um, the same way she can do the halftime show and feel no worries, you know, and this is not knocking JLo because JLo is my queen. The only person who I get more tickled pink by is Janet. And I say that all the time. Like Janet is, is, is the one JLo is my queen. So, you know, if, if, if JLo walked into any room, I'm always going to be impressed. But, but by the way, um, even though I don't have everything going for me where I want to go, the type of confidence I have, I already know JLo, if I did an interview with her, she would enjoy me. Like, like there's just no way she wouldn't. My confidence is at a certain level through her to know that whether you are where you need to go, 
you use that fortitude to get there. So that's what I like about J-Lo. But, but I guess if J-Lo and Janet walked in the same room, I'd probably be like, oh my God, Jenny, sorry, I got to go talk to her. Which, by the way, J-Lo would say the same thing. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, beyond that's, that's the way love goes. I think Jennifer has always talked very highly of Janet Jackson um, in, in many different occasions and very different um, talking points, different uh, aspects of uh, how Janet would do her career like this and that. And she takes a big influence you know, and in this career and life in general, respect is the number one thing, um, that could be your guide, you know, and I think she has a lot of respect for Janet, but that's not what we're talking about. We're simply talking about JLo, um, falling from grace, you know, in the regards of what had happened with A-Rod and then her picking herself back up, trying again, whether Ben Affleck is the right guy or not, she's just going to go with it and she's going to gosh, it's so hard to convey all this, but I guess what I'm basically saying is she understands like, you know, life is short. You gotta, you, you gotta live a little. And, um, I just really value that. And I always got to kind of like, um, give my own self a slap on the wrist and be like, you know, you know, you better get your little JLo glow, Ronnie, like step it up because you know, you got to try here and now here and now, this is what we have. Um, and why shouldn't I be happy? You know, and that, I think that's kind of how she relates to it too, you know, and, and sadly, a lot of other people don't relate to it that way. Sadly, people are like, they start getting their trepidations like, Oh, I shouldn't really like connect with Ben Affleck again because blank, blank and blank. But, um, nah, she marches to the beat of her own, her own drum. Let me say that again. She marches to the beat of her own drum. And that is why she's as, as successful and happy as she is. I wouldn't just say successful because I never necessarily only give credit to people who are successful because there's a lot of really, there's a lot of really great successful people who are dark and miserable inside. And that has always been one of my um, striking forces as to why I like JLo is because I never feel like she's, um, and we don't know what she goes through, right? But I always feel like she at least is having fun doing what she's doing. And right now she's having fun with Ben Affleck. <laughs> and if there's wedding bells, that'll be exciting and amazing. Um, and, you know, she's always had that effect, the J-Lo glow. You know, once she rocks out with you, you know, she, she she's going to get Ben in order and things will be happy. We, we, we don't know how long this relationship will go. When we revisit this in the, in the year coming up, who knows where J-Lo will end up. But right now it's Ben Affleck. Um, she seems to be uh, uh, happy and um, we, as JLo uh, super fans, are also very happy. So that was my little evaluation and review on Jennifer Lopez and her dating life. And, you know, what's next for this this queen that, you know, is over 50 years old. You know, um, seeing her at Madison Square Garden at 50 is just like, I, I, I track back to that moment, uh, which was, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, as like such a vibrant moment. And, and, and it's just, you know, you want the best for talent that makes you happy. And she's a talented individual who, you know, came from the world of dance. She continues to do it with the acting and she does her music and she does it her own way. Like it's great. And it makes me very happy. So, um, you want your, your talent to, to, to be as excited as possible and I think this is good for her, you know, 
while she was with A-Rod, I says, let's go (laughs) A-Rod. But the moment that didn't work, I was like, all right, bye A-Rod. We'll see you. (laughs) You you had your best days back in the day, (laughs) you know, Um, but you know, and, and I'm, I'm team J-Lo all the time. So now that she's with Ben, that's, you know, um, it reminds me of going back to the album. This was me then, you know, some of her best songs were from this is, uh, from that particular album. So, um, what was the one? I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm making love to you. I'm glad that I, I'm so glad. Yeah, that to me, that whole era, J-Lo fans, if anything, <laughs> J-Lo's just giving us a reboot. So um, I'm into it. And cheers to the union uh, of sorts of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck and wherever that may go. Um, Jenny from the block. (laughs) She can't be stopped. Um, this has been Pop Culture POV. Point of view. My name is Randomly Ronnie Jr. Please go to the site, randomlyronniejr.com, and also show some support. Patreon.com slash randomly Ronnie Jr. Um, I always state that this was not anything that I jumped on a broadcast in terms of like, I just want to do what everyone's doing because Twitter is, is the is the way to make a name. No, 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 no. Um, I come from the world of radio back in the early 2000s, you know, <laughs> working at Clear Channel in Los Angeles in like 2001 and two, and I've worked on the air many different stations. It's hard to compete with the newer landscape, I got to tell you. So the fact that you're even listening and checking this out, um, that's why I do say go to the Patreon and show some love. Um, because I just do it differently, you know, where else are you going to get a full breakdown about JLo and Ben Affleck and it not be some shady, oh gosh, JLo is dating Ben Affleck and that, okay, okay, oh, you need a hug. (laughs) Um, this is team Jenny all day, every day. Jenny Lowe. <laughs> Anyways, Pop Culture POV, Randomly Ronnie Jr. Support the Patreon, and we'll be back with more episodes. Boom and boom. Good night <laughs> or good morning.